You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark from the Mark Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765. Man, what a, what a busy and exciting day it is today. Busy, exciting, the total opposite of the Democratic National Convention uh, day one yesterday. But did you watch any of it? I watched maybe, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I watched maybe 15 minutes of it live. And by live, I mean not live because the entire thing was pre-recorded. There was not one live speaker yesterday, not one live segment. Everything was, I saw a tweet that said, this Democratic National Convention is basically all the videos they used to show during the downtime of regular Democrat National Conventions. But now that's all the convention is because that's all. If you missed it, you didn't miss anything. I watched Celebrity Family Feud on DVR and I had a much better time. But I'll, here's here's a couple of the big speakers from last night uh, at the Democrat National Convention 2020. We the people call the 48th Quadrennial Democratic National Convention to order. If Donald Trump is reelected, all the progress we have made will be in jeopardy. He's unlike all of our best leaders before him who work to unite us to bridge our differences and lead us to a united America. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. The division created Trump. We know that what's going on in this country is just not right. We have a president who is not only incapable of addressing these crises, but is leading us down the path of authoritarianism. If you think things cannot possibly get worse, trust me, they can and they will if we don't make a change in this election. Many of us can't imagine four more years going down this path. We always hear that line about this being the most important election of our lifetimes, but this year it really is. At its most basic, this election is about preserving our democracy. The president may hate the post office, but he's still going to have to send them a change of address card come January. Uh, it's Amy Klobuchar, by the way, with the big laugh line at the end. Now, it would have been the big laugh line if there had been anyone there live to laugh at it. But again, this is an entirely virtual convention. And if that sounded exciting and dramatic to you, I apologize for misleading you. It was, it's, we added dramatic music to make it more exciting. And, and the other Josh went in and cut out all of the boring parts. That's what we were left with. You had Governor Cuomo, John Kasich. You had uh, Bernie Sanders, of course. Michelle Obama, who everyone said was 
the big star of the show. Listen, there's an issue. If the biggest, best speech of the night comes from the former first lady of the United States and not any of the other morons who were actually running for president, like Bernie Sanders, like Amy Klobuchar, if those were, if that was your big highlight of the evening, you've got serious problems as a party. Because the people who are running the show, the people who are running for office, the people who are the elected officials, they should have the best ideas, the boldest statements, and the brightest looks toward the future. Really, the only thing that the Democrats have on their platform right now is Donald Trump is bad. And the majority of what you heard in the DNC yesterday for night, and that's just night one. We've still got, let's see, Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got three more nights of Donald Trump is bad. Donald Trump, it's the Donald Trump is bad show. And that's basically what they've been able to put, uh, put together. Watching this thing virtually is yeah, the networks took about an hour uh, each. They took an hour of the coverage each. And I think a lot of them are regretting even that much time because the, the there's always a battle. The, the, the battle when it comes to convention coverage between the White House or the party, rather, in this case, and the networks is the networks don't want to lose ad revenue. They don't want to give both political parties basically free infomercials for a week during prime time. They don't want to do that. And in, the, in this case, they definitely can't afford it because of coronavirus and everything else that's been going on. So there's always this battle where the, the networks come in and say, we'll give you one hour once a night and that's it. And you better really bring your A game. And the conventions and the Democratic National Committee and the Republican National Committee say, do your duty. You are a federally licensed television, blah, blah. You, you owe it to the American people. It's this constant negotiation. This year, though, however, I think that the networks probably, they were like, you know what? We'll take an hour and you better be happy because that's all you're, that's all you're going to get. 855-765-1045. If you watch any, I'll tell you, I've never been more excited about an election as I am this week between the CNN poll that came out yesterday, uh, really basically destroying any difference or destroying any gap, erasing any gap between Joe Biden and Donald Trump and this and this this weak sauce convention that they're throwing up on screen for the entire week. Oh, also, listen, they claim I don't believe this for a second. They claim that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, when they come out on Thursday, are going to be live. But I don't buy that. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure that they are going to watch what they've been doing. They are going to have a pre-recorded Joe Biden speech. It may be pre-recorded uh, you know, beforehand. It may be tape delayed. But just mark my words, they are going to do basically what we do here on the radio station. They're going to have a delay. And when Joe Biden speaks... They are going to have a four or eight or 16 second delay where they can edit him kind of as they go, because this guy, if he comes out and he starts talking the way he does and gaffing the way he does and flubbing the way he does on this convention, you're going that's going to be a huge problem. For the Democrats, there's going to be no way that they can undo that, especially now that Donald Trump is is uh, is bridging that gap or at least the polls are now. We never really thought there was a gap, but at least now the polls are reflecting what we already know. Not to mention Donald Trump is on fire. He's in full campaign mode between between these polls coming down and between what happened with uh, what, ha what happened at the uh, DNC yesterday and all the all the just really boring speeches that they got between all of that. And we have some more. I mean, there we have a ton of clips. We'll bore you to death later if you want. If you want to hear Gretchen Whitmer, who I don't know, 
I don't know if she was tired. I don't know if she left her speech at home and she just had to resort to, uh, you know, proven platitudes. But she her speech was so, so boring. I don't even know why she was even considered in the running other than the fact that she was the governor for Michigan. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, Michelle Obama, John Kasich, who this guy just proves himself to be. I mean, just just the biggest putts in the entire world. And then, of course, Governor Cuomo, who actually blamed Donald Trump for the coronavirus deaths in New York City. It was really I mean, it was that it was exciting to watch to see what the Democrats think they can get away with. Meanwhile, while the Democrats are having the worst political convention ever and the polls are coming down to back to earth. Back to reality. While all of that is happening, Donald Trump is gearing up and he is back in full campaign mode. He's in that campaign energy, that campaign spirit. He's positive. He's enthusiastic. He's outgoing. He's likable. He did a, a chopper talk yesterday on the on the um, listen. Donald Trump spent about 10 minutes before he went to Minnesota. He went to a, he did a great whirlwind tour of the swing states up in the Rust Belt. He went to Wisconsin. He went to Mankato in Minnesota. He stopped at the uh, in, in Minneapolis to talk to a lot of the business owners whose businesses were burned to the ground by Black Lives Matter and and the rioters and the looters, uh, you know, after the George Floyd incident. So he he went he went and traveled and talked to a lot of people. And before he left, as he's prone to do, he stopped at the chopper and he did chopper talk. And it was happening live during our show. The other Josh and I, we ducked into it for a second. But I went back and watched it because I could tell I could tell he wasn't upset. He wasn't angry. He was excited to take questions. And I could tell he was happy with his answers. And I went back and watched it. And I have to tell you, this is a Donald Trump that I've not seen in a very long time. This is campaign Trump. He's ready to go. He's fired up. He's got he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's up against. And yesterday in the 10 minutes before the 10 minutes he took between leaving the White House and getting onto this chopper, he answered more reporter questions than Joe Biden has answered since he got the nomination. In 10 minutes yesterday, Donald Trump answered more questions from more reporters than Joe Biden has answered since he got the nomination for president of the United States. In the Democrat Party. Is that not insane? That is just that is a ridiculously insane factoid. But it's where we are in this election. And now you've got Donald Trump going out. He's campaigning. He's not doing the rallies, but he's stopping at the airport. He's talking to people in the hangar. He's making great points. He's telling him, here's what Joe Biden's going to do to this country. Here's what Joe Biden wants to do to your jobs. Joe Biden wants to force you to wear a mask. Joe, Joe Biden wants to defund the police. And the people realize they understand What's at stake in this election? And the more they do, the more they see what the Democrats are trying to do in cities all over the country. They are lining up. They are lining up behind Donald Trump. Oh, and then get this. What Donald Trump did this morning? Brilliant. Genius. And why the hell did it take so long for it to happen? Why did it take a Republican to make what Donald Trump did today happen? We'll play it. We got to take a quick. I just realized we got to take a quick break. Eight five. We'll play you that here. It's a very important day uh, for the United States of America. And Donald Trump did something this morning that the Democrats should have done long ago, but didn't because they don't care. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All that. We've got some mail time today. Uh, Hannah is back, and she it, not only is it her birthday today, but she has another very special. A uh, piece of news that we'll sh can we share that later? Yeah. Okay, we'll share that. That'll be exciting. Uh, lots going on. Mo very little time to squeeze it all in, but we're going to do our best. A quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV.
If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show in the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855 uh, 104-5855-765-1045. Also, we should point out that it's primary day here in Florida. Woo! Yeah. Oh, thank you, Hannah. I appreciate it. Hannah Did went to go. you push a button to make Hannah make I, that noise? <laughs> I pushed a you button. You a Hannah Woo button? I did. I pushed a button and Hannah went. Push it again. Hang on. Let's see. That's going to be No, actually, I meant to push this button. It is currently just after 10 o'clock, and I just went and voted at Windy Hill Community Center. Everything is going smoothly. Everything is sanitized and socially distanced, and everything is very safe. Okay, there you go. So that guy just went to go vote. It was sanitized, social distance, and safe. The three three S's. It was, though. You went to go vote, too. I can tell by the sticker. Thank you, yes. By the way, that is a much bigger sticker than I've ever gotten for voting. Did you? Is that the one they handed out at your precinct? Um, It was just because it's me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, they handed it out my precinct. Like, that is the biggest I voted sticker I've ever... Usually, I get the little white one with the flag, and it just says, oh, really? I voted, or you'll vote. I vota. typically get this one. You get the big round one? Well, Josh, what do, do you get? Do you vote in Duval or St. John's? I vote in Duval. Oh, I vote in St. John's. Oh, I'm the one with the flag. Because they got all the money. That's what <laughs> it is. Ah, when you vote in Pontevedra... They and, and I voted in Pontevedra, and I didn't get a sticker. They hand-embroidered my polo shirt to say I voted. Yeah, it's a Nike drive. That's, what, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, Under Armour. Uh, anyway, that's congr- congratulations. Thank you for voting. Josh, did you yes. vote? Not yet. Are you, are you going to? I'm going to, yes. Okay, perfect. I'm going to sneak away at like 11.15. Uh, Wait, what? Oh, Mark, I got to go somewhere at 11.15. No, you're fine. You're good. They'll be oh. open till 7 p.m., so you're going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's primary day. Always important. Go vote in person. Safe sanitized, socially distanced, 855-765-1045. All right, so this morning, Donald Trump was out with Melania Trump. He was having an event, and get this. This is this to me is something, this was shocking to me for so many reasons. I started watching the live stream just to see what Donald Trump would say and to see if he would reference the DNC uh, from last night, which he didn't do, which is probably the smart thing, because really there's not much to say other than... Ugh. But he's at this uh, he's at this celebration of the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, the 100th anniversary. Why can I say that? 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, which is women's suffrage. And like right at the end of it, he's talking to all these women from all walks of life who do these important things in the government. And they're they're big proponents of of the 19th Amendment. And and Melania is there helping him. And then at the very end of the speech, out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere, he drops this bomb. Later today, I will be signing a full and complete pardon for Susan B. Anthony. She was never pardoned. Did you know that? She was never pardoned. What took so long? What did take so long? You know, and this is interesting because it's so funny that he goes, did you know that? And all these women are like, yes, we know that Susan B. Anthony was never pardoned because they've made it their life's work. And Donald Trump is like, look, it's been 100 years since the amendment passed, over 100 years since she was arrested in Rochester for voting, arrested for voting. And that was when all of her friends and cohorts and everyone got together and they really petitioned. And 100 years ago today, the 19th Amendment was ratified, saying you can no longer, you can no longer discriminate the right to vote based on somebody's sex, based on whether they're a man or a woman. And Susan B. Anthony was really the, the, uh, the, I mean, she was the tipping point for that whole thing. Donald Trump this morning pardons her. 
And this, to me, is, I mean, it's huge news. The, the big thing he did yesterday was tease some important pardons coming up, and that was one of them. But after 100 years, why did it take so long? How come none of the Democrats who supposedly for, were for women's rights, how come they never, ever, ever pardoned Susan B. Anthony? How come Barack Obama didn't do it? How come Michelle Obama, who's the new superstar apparently in the Democratic Party, how come she never said, you know, Barack, now that you're president, it might be nice if you pardon Susan B. Anthony, who was never pardoned? I have a couple theories on that. Theory number one is they just don't care about anybody that can't help them. And Susan B. Anthony, having been dead for, what, 80 years or so, maybe or maybe 70 years, uh, can't help them at all. If you're a Democrat in the White House and you pardon somebody, you want to know that it's going to come back and either help you financially or with some political capital. Pardoning a dead woman, that does nothing for Barack Obama. That doesn't help Bill Clinton at all. If Bill Clinton can't sleep with her, he's definitely not going to waste some ink on a pardon for her. That's why the Democrats never did it until now. I think that's reason number one. But there's another reason why I believe the Democrats never thought to pardon Susan B. Anthony and why Donald Trump today on the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment was the first president to do so. And I'll share that theory with you right after this. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Later today, I will be signing a full and complete pardon for Susan B. Anthony. She was never pardoned. Did you know that? She was never pardoned. What took so long? Yeah, what took so long? Why didn't any of the Democrats that came before me think in 100 years of history to to pardon Susan B. Anthony? And there's a couple theories on this. There's, I have a couple theories on this that I'm going to share with you uh, here in just a minute. 855-765-1045 is our number, by the way. 855-765-1045. Real quick, though, let's go to EJ, who's in Texas. Hi, EJ. How you doing? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Doing great, man. I love your show. Uh, I love your show. I love watching it every day um, on YouTube. Wow, yeah, EJ. Well, thank you so much for watching on YouTube. We appreciate that. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and also, happy birthday, Hannah. My birthday was on Friday, so I'm a Leo, too. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. Roar. <laughs> so um, I only wanted to uh, say that I thought it was pretty hypocritical how the Democrats were singing the national anthem. At the DNC last night, when yeah. really uh, the entire time they just been kneeling, so I just thought you know it was yeah. pretty hypocritical. They had a bunch of little that. kids sing it too, and yeah. I thought to myself, that's the first thing I thought. Every single one of the, I was waiting for the kids to go down on one knee. Didn't happen, and I thought to myself, well, wait, that's weird that you're having you have the Democrat National uh, Committee or convention. They're singing the national anthem and everybody's standing. At attention, I think some of the kids even actually had their hands on their heart. It was really wild. It was weird to see. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, it, you know, this entire time they they're kneeling, you know, yeah. at the football games and everything. You know, they're, you know, I just thought it was a, I just thought it was hypocritical. I just wanted to share that with you. EJ, you were a hundred percent right about that. There was a lot of hypocrisy at the uh, at the Democrat National Convention. Yes, or I'm sorry, the virtual Democrat national convention yesterday because look i mean for one of the things michelle obama said which i thought was hilarious internationally we've turned our back not just on agreements forged by my husband 
but on alliances championed by presidents like Reagan and Eisenhower. You know what's really interesting is that probably the probably the most important relationship we have internationally is with Israel. Our, we are we are Israel's probably one true ally, and I would say vice versa. I would say there is no other uh, more important and stauncher ally to the United States than Israel. Whenever there's a conflict, Israel's there. Whenever Israel needs us, we are there as well. And it was her husband, Barack Obama, who did more to harm and almost sever that relationship in his eight years in the White House that the first thing Donald Trump did, the, Donald Trump, the reason he moved the uh, the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, the reason they named the plaza in front of that U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem, Trump Plaza, the reason all of that happened was because the first day Donald Trump got into office, he had to figure out a way to repair the damage that Barack Obama's presidency for eight years did to our number one ally. And everybody else, D Joe Biden and everyone else, they're always talking about China. Donald Trump is too hard on China. Donald Trump doesn't realize that we need China. Donald Trump, China this, China that. This trade war with China is hurting. They had a farm. When I turned on this, I went to the bathroom. I came back. They were talking to some farmer who they had convinced was having problems with his farm because of the tariffs that Donald Trump put on China. They want a great relationship with China and a horrible relationship with Israel. It's the weirdest thing. I don't understand how the Democrats think, but that's the way they think. And you have and you have Michelle Obama on there raking Donald Trump's international policies and politics over the coals when internationally Donald Trump has made us a lot safer. Do you remember when Iran was threatening to blow us to pieces and then we killed their general with a with a precision drone attack that cost no American lives and in the end had Iran pull back? Do you remember all that? That just happened back in what, January, February, right before COVID? I mean, I'm telling you, we have. Do you remember like last week when Donald Trump got Israel, a major ally, and the United Arab Emirates, a major player in the Middle East, to sign a peace treaty, open up lines of communications, set up telephone lines internationally? Internationally, Donald Trump has been a problem. That's that's hypocrisy right there. I mean, look, and I know that wives are going to say anything to protect their husbands and their husband's legacy. But come on, <laughs> give me a break. 855-765-1045. This is Norb in Orange Park. Hi, Norb. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, doing great, man. What do you want to say, Norb? I wanted to say, first of all, I want to welcome my great friend in Michigan, Shirley Gurley. She loves you. She loves to listen. But I wanted to talk about Donald J. Trump's tweet this morning yeah. in rebuttal to Michelle Obama. Real quick before said, we, oh, no, before but listen before you get to the tweet. Is Shirley Gurley is Gurley her last name or is that like a nickname because she's very feminine or something? Uh the latter is correct. Okay, got it. So it's not like it's not like Julia Gulia from the wedding singers. Her name's not I got it. All right, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. What was the the thing you wanted to mention? Okay, so they put this on Fox and Friends this morning. This is Trump's response to Michelle Obama. Somebody please explain to Michelle Obama that Donald J. Trump would not be here in the beautiful White House if it weren't for the job done by your husband, Barack Obama. <laughs> Biden was merely an afterthought, a good reason for that very late and unenthusiastic endorsement. Norb, you're 100% right about that. And in fact, Governor Cuomo 
the, I think here's there's a couple of things going on in this DNC, uh, which we'll get to. Governor Cuomo, let me mention that he basically said the same exact thing. He basically said that Barack Obama was the reason for Donald Trump. Listen, this was from his speech yesterday. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. The division created Trump. Look at that. He's literally he's literally throwing Barack Obama and the Democrats under the bus at their own convention. This guy is supposed to be the super shining star, the great hope for the future of the party. And gosh, if Joe Biden gets elected and can't do the four years, they, they're going to be looking uh, for Cuomo in 2024. And if Donald Trump gets reelected, by all means, you know, Cuomo's name is at the top of the list. But he's literally saying, hey, Donald Trump didn't create division. Division created Donald Trump, which means Barack Obama and the Democrats spent eight years dividing this country that Donald Trump had to rise up and inspire the people. And Donald Trump came out and said, enough is enough. And here's what's going to happen. We're going to stop the shenanigans with Israel. We're going to stop letting these angry mobs run and destroy our city. We're going to get back to law and order. We're going to shut down the border because we can't have all this illegal immigration coming in. These people are, are tearing our country apart, draining us financially, taking jobs, bringing in drugs and gang members. We can't do any. We've got to listen. America first. And that is exactly right. Governor Cuomo hit the nail on the head. I don't think he knew that he was throwing his entire party in the last eight years of the Obama or the eight years of the Obama administration and Joe Biden, because he was a big part of that administration. He literally is saying the guy we're trying to elect president was part of the reason that this country is so divided, so divided that they had no other alternative than to turn to a guy like Donald Trump. They may want to hire a new speechwriter for him, because if they bring him back up on stage, God knows what else. Who knows what else he's going to say? Donald Trump is not the reason for this great economy. This great economy is a result of the crap ass economy we had for eight years. Wait, hold on. Let me let me rephrase that. I mean, what's going to happen in nights two, three and four of this whole thing? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. Listen, we got to take a quick break coming up. I will tell you why Donald Trump this morning was the first president to ever conceive of pardoning Susan B. Anthony. And he legit legitimately felt he was shocked when he found out that she had yet to be pardoned. I have a pretty good idea why that hasn't happened yet. And it's important. It goes it goes right in line with what's happening in the world today. The reason Susan B. Anthony, who 100 years ago was integral in the 19th Amendment and getting women's suffrage here in the United States, the reason she was never pardoned is so poignant to what's happening in America today. And we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. All right, uh, real quick, i got to get back to the Susan B. Anthony thing. Susan B. Anthony... Uh, for those of you that don't know, she wasn't just on the dollar. Was it the dollar? Yeah, it was the Susan B. Anthony dollar, right? You, you can't nod into the microphone. <laughs> Literally, the other I Josh, he, he turns on his microphone and nods yes into the microphone. Yeah, that happened. What? Okay. I mean, you got there. You got there. I appreciate it. What am I going to say? Look, there's a video yes. stream. What do you want from the guy? I mean, okay. So anyway, yes, and she's on the dollar. And she's a big, you know, she was one of the uh, the, the biggest 
American heroes when it comes to women's rights and women's suffrage and the right to vote. And Donald Trump this morning at a ceremony for the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment uh, did something miraculous. Later today, I will be signing a full and complete pardon for Susan B. Anthony. She was never pardoned. She was never pardoned. And you go, listen to the surprise, the shot. This is the president of the United States realizing sometime this week that Susan B. Anthony was never pardoned. Did you know that? She was never pardoned. What took so long? What took so long? What took so long? There's two reasons why she was never pardoned by the Democrats, because the Demo- no other president really even took the time to pardon. Susan B. Anthony. And there's a couple of reasons why Barack Obama didn't do it. There's a couple of reasons why Bill Clinton didn't do it. Uh, George W. Bush, I'm pretty sure I couldn't, he probably didn't know who Susan B. Anthony was. But the fact of the matter is no president in the last you know, 10, 12 years, Barack Obama especially, they don't really care about history. And you see that with what's going on with our statues and our monuments and our parks and everything. History is bad to Democrats. History is something that needs to be uh, removed or erased. History is not something we can learn from. History, especially the bad parts of history, if they don't like the history, they want to pretend like it never happened. And if there's a monument or something, uh, if look, the, the fact that, that Christopher Columbus statues and George Washington statues are getting torn down, the fact that the Columbus Memorial in front of the Columbus State House in Columbus, Ohio, had to be removed shows that there is a genuine, genuine misunderstanding and distrust of history by the Democrats. They don't understand it. They don't get it. They just may not know it. And I think that's one of the reasons why Susan B. Anthony was never pardoned because the Democrats don't care about anything that came before. They don't care about anything that happened before them. Barack Obama, all he cared about was his legacy. What can he do? What can he can he get Obamacare through? Can he totally change the look of his party? Can he open up the borders? What can he do? What can Barack Obama do so that people remember him? They don't he doesn't care about anyone that came before him. Not at all. Bill Clinton, same thing. Bill Clinton only cared about about the women that were around him and his legacy. He wanted to push forth socialized medicine. Hillary Clinton was in charge of that during the Clinton years. He wanted to broker peace in the Middle East. Failed miserably because, again, he didn't care about anybody but himself. History, when you ignore history, when you refuse to learn history, when you don't look at history, you're gonna, you don't have any idea that Susan B. Anthony was never pardoned for, for voting. She went to vote in Rochester and was, was uh, arrested, and that really was the key moment in women's suffrage. The second thing is that she's a hero, and Democrats, they don't like heroes. They don't like American heroes whatsoever. Again, back to the statues, back to the tearing down the monuments. You know, Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, who created the Emancipation Proclamation, freed the slaves, that statue of him freeing the slave in Washington, D.C., is an eyesore to the Black Lives Matter community and the defund the police movement. And a lot of the and a lot of these protesters who have no idea what the statue is really depicting, which clearly we know by what they've been saying and doing, they have no idea the history behind that monument. Susan B. Anthony is the same way. She's an American hero. She's an American hero. She stood up for what she believed. Nowadays, she, here's what would happen. If the Democrats, were, if Susan B. Anthony broke the law now and like smashed a window 
and 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 looted, they would let her off. They wouldn't even wait for her to pardon. They wouldn't even prosecute. They'd be like, ah, you know what? Well, we had a bunch of celebrities give us millions of dollars for a legal defense fund for all these protesters. So Susan B. Anthony, you smashed a window. You lit a cop car on fire. You punched somebody in a red hat. You're free to go. We're not even going to prosecute you. But because she's a historic figure and a hero to many people, the Democrats don't care. They don't celebrate heroes. They don't like heroes. They don't think anyone's really a hero. The police, forget about it. They're not heroes. 855-765-1045. And what Donald Trump did today, it's poignant. Because think about this. While Donald Trump is out there pardoning historic figures who have changed the lives of millions and millions of Americans for the better, every woman out there who's going out, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're an independent, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Green Party, whether you're communist, I don't know what you're, any woman out there who's going out to vote today in the primary or going out to vote November 3rd or mailed in a ballot already, you really only have the right to do that in this country because of Susan B. Anthony. And today, Donald Trump pardoned her when no other president did. Either they didn't care or they didn't know or both. 855-765-1045. All right, we got to take a quick break. We got more from the DNC yesterday if you want to hear it. If you want, it was a real snooze fest. Uh, we'll get, and that was just day one. There's three more days that we've all got to suffer through. Um, plus, we've got some mail time. And it's not only Hannah's birthday, which we're going to celebrate, but she has another special announcement, which we'll get to here in just a minute. So stay tuned. More of the Mark K shows on the way. 855-765-1045. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K show. This is the Mark K show. There's an open mic I bet you don't play. Most of you may not like our president, but at least he got the Democrat politicians to take their mask off so we can see what we're really dealing with here. Wrong. I totally played it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Now, it is primary day in Florida. If you're, uh, if you're a Republican, go out and vote anyway, because it's always fun to see. Here's what I love about primaries where there's, only, where there's an incumbent especially if the incumbent is Donald Trump. What's going to happen is later tonight we're going to have uh, this special coverage. When does the coverage actually begin, the other Josh? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. right here on news, on 104.5 WOKV. You can get complete election coverage for the Florida primary. Or maybe 7. Maybe 7. <laughs> Stand by. Oh, man. Whatever. You would just listen from 6. You want to get a good seat, so show up at 6. Always listen. Anyway, yeah. uh, but there'll be push alerts, download the app, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, so the election coverage begins tonight sometime. And what you're going to get tomorrow is you're going to get the total results. And Joe Biden is going to get all of these primary votes for Florida. Bernie Sanders is going to get a bunch as well. Probably Elizabeth Warren, probably Pete Buttigieg, probably a bunch of other Democrats who have already bowed out of the race. But there's a lot of Democrats out there who don't want Joe Biden to be president. And the primary is a great way to realize that, because tomorrow when you wake up, you're going to see got like eight people who aren't even running getting votes. People are actually physically going out to these polling places or writing down on their mail-in ballot someone's name other than the presumptive nominee. Think about this. Think about how, 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 how bad this is for the Democrats. Everyone is out of the race except for Joe Biden. He's the only person. He will be the nominee. He's already chosen a running mate. And on Thursday, he supposedly will be accepting live 
his party's uh, nomination for president. And there are still people today who are going to go out and write down Bernie Sanders or write down Kamala Harris or Amy Klobuchar or any of the other names on the list. And you'll see it tomorrow. The best thing about it is there's a lot of Republicans out there who still go and vote because we have primaries, too. There's there's other Republican candidates. We've got to figure out who's going to take Ted Yoho's spot. Apparently, like three or four people like really. I mean, that is a brutal that's a brutal primary battle out there. You know, we want to make sure that all of our other uh, incumbents, John Rutherford, for example, if you're a big fan of his, you want to make sure he maintains his his primary advantage and gets back on the ballot. So there's a lot of reasons why Republicans go out as well. But what's really exciting is tomorrow morning to see to see how many votes Donald Trump gets compared to Joe Biden or the Democrats in particular, because we've seen states where Donald Trump, who's running unopposed, gets way more votes than all the other Democrats combined. And that's a real that's a real telling thing for this election, especially in a state as important as Florida. Florida always an important state. Oh, no candidate has won the presidency without Florida, I think, since before Florida was a state. Uh, th- that may not be true, but it is a it is a key battleground always, always. And that's why this uh, primary day is so big and so important. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. This is Francis in Ohio. Hi, Francis. How are you? Hi, Mark. I um, I wish happy birthday to uh, Hannah and your t- um, good morning to the rest of your team. Oh, good morning. I really like watching the show. Oh, thank you. So we're so glad. We're so glad you do. We're so glad you do. What uh, what else did you want to say? Um, Yeah. So on last week on Friday and Saturday, I was door knocking with my uh, Trump campaign team in the in the area for my county. Okay. And I was surprised because the area that I live in is a blue collar union town, and a lot of people are registered Democrats. Yeah. But um, when I knocked on the door, of course I was nervous, you know, because it was my first time doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> lots of people said that they would vote Trump, and they were registered Democrat, and they were secret voters, they told me. So I was really Wait, surprised by that. So you're going around, you're knocking on the door, and you're saying, hi, I'm Francis, I'm with the Trump campaign, and I'm just curious, what are you, like, asking them who they're going to vote for? You're trying to get them to vote yeah, for Donald Trump? What's the, your role? The first the first question I ask them is, uh, if the election were held today, would you be voting for Joe Biden or Trump? Right. And then I would tell them that the uh, su- uh, the Ohio Supreme Court uh, people that are running, the Supreme Court judges, yeah. got it, okay, Kennedy and French, and so on. Got it. Okay, good. So you're so you're out there trying to, and you're saying that a lot of Democrats in your blue collar town are supporting Donald Trump. Yeah, and they said they're secret voters as well, and they will not tell their friends because they do not want backlash. They do not want their property being trampled on or whatever. Yeah. No, and that's the best part of the secret ballot, and that's exactly why it's there. It's because it's to protect people. And Yeah. uh, Some people people also told me that they hate Kamala's laugh, and and I laughed at that. (laughs) Um, They also told me that Joe Biden scares them. Because they want to take away the law enforcement. And um, what else did they tell me? They told me a couple of other things why they don't want to 
support Joe Biden. No, Fred, that's that's I mean, look, that's going to be the big that's going to be the big issue for Joe Biden. He's not going to be able to come back from the defunding the police. And thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Here's the thing. When uh, Donald Trump was in Minneapolis yesterday, he was um, he was meeting with a lot of the business owners who lost their businesses to the riots. These are black owned businesses. These are minority owned businesses. These are not rich business owners. These are poor people who lost their businesses in Minneapolis because of the riots. And he's out there saying, look, we know that you lost everything. It wasn't your fault. You didn't ask to, to have these riots and these looters and these and these Antifa terrorists come into your place and burn down your buildings. You didn't ask for that. We're going to do our best to help you. And also, we're going to keep your police force strong. We are running on a law and order platform because the last thing you want, if you're a business owner and you're rebuilding a business that you sunk your entire life into, is to rebuild it in a neighborhood that doesn't have any police. You don't want to rebuild your business after it's been burned down by crazy people in an area where if you need help, you have to call a mental health worker. That's not going to happen. That's not what people want. They want police officers. They want people with guns and mace and handcuffs and bulletproof vests and the authority to detain and arrest people to come and do so when the stuff goes down. And that's what Donald Trump's out there saying. Donald Trump, he 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 did not mince words. He was on the ground in Mankato, Minnesota, and he's talking to the crowd, and he says, look, I barely lost Minnesota last time, and look what happened. I barely lost this state to Hillary Clinton. Look what happened. Look what's going on with your governor. Look what's going on with your mayor in Minneapolis. He's, that he jokingly said, and this really, I mean, this really destroyed the left. He jokingly said, if I don't win Minnesota this time around, I'm not coming back when I run for my third term. And, man, I'll tell you, Twitter exploded. I thought their servers were going to melt down when Donald Trump said, jokingly, if I don't win Minnesota this time around, I'm not coming back when I run for my third term. But it's true. He's going to win Minnesota. I've been calling that for months. I've been saying that's 10 electoral votes Donald Trump can bank on. Minnesota will turn red. And when you look at the other states, when you look at the other cities, when you look at places like Ohio, where there's blue collar workers who see what's going on in these in these big uh, suburban areas, they don't want their businesses and their jobs and their family. They don't want their 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 cop friends attacked by mobs, angry mobs. They don't want governments that are going to let the mobs attack the cops that are going to take away the money that the cops need to defend themselves. Take away the take away the the, uh, the the weapons and the and the security systems that they need to defend themselves from criminals. Because if you're not with the police, you're with the criminals. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the rest of these morons that zooming into this DNC all week, they are with the criminals. Half of them are criminals themselves, so that makes sense. But the other half want the criminals to win. They want mob rule. They're not supportive of the police. And that is a tough nut to crack. That is a tough sell in mainstream America. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. I just got a text message from Rich Jones, news director of 104.5 WOKV. He says coverage begins at 6, results at 7. Okay. Please discipline Josh. Is, yes. that, is that how he finished it? No, and then he wrote oh, something okay. stupid about me. Uh, <laughs> six That's how he signs seven. up all of his texts. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Join the conversation. Send Mark an open mic using the WOKV app. And he'll play it on the show. Or not. Either way. Send one in. 
This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Mark, you're being kind of stupid. We already voted for president and the primary in, like, March. Oh, yeah, we did. That's right. What did I say? Did I not say that? Did I say something else? I think you said we're voting for the no, primary No, no, that tonight. would happen yeah. back in March. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I think but, Hannah said it. Hannah said it. But, way, I didn't do anything. By the way, thank you, Rich Jones, for leaving that open mic message. <laughs> <laughs> basically how every email. Rich, what do you think of Mark? Mark, you're being kind of stupid. <laughs> That's how every, every email I get from Rich Jones starts with those same three words. I uh, know, yes, of course. I, I, that's, I, meant, I got all heated. Sometimes I get all wrapped up in the moment, and I don't even say anything that makes sense. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening anyway. 855-765-1045. Coming up, we're going to get to some mail time here uh, in just a minute. Also, it's Hannah's birthday, so we're going to do like a mail time slash Hannah's birthday which is very, uh, which is very exciting. Oh, and there's a special announcement. What? Should we announce it? Wait. Well, yeah, in just a minute. Okay. Do you want to do it now? No, we'll wait. Yeah, no, we're gonna wait. You're being kind of stupid. Yeah, just calm down. <laughs> calm down. Eight eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is James in Jacksonville. Hi, James. How you doing? How you doing, Mark? I'm good, man. What's up, man? Man, we have to talk about man. I got a vent about the stupid DNC. Sure, yeah. What do you want to What do you want to say? What do you want? What's on your mind? Uh, first of all, when uh, I kind of agree with what the last caller. When I got black Democrats in my family and in France telling me that they never voted Republican, they're gonna vote for Trump. Mm. Let me tell you something. Never, ever, ever believe any poll you hear about Trump. It's all garbage. Okay? Right. Oh, yeah. We know that. People are not sure. going to tell you the truth. They're not going to tell you anything. When they come in that booth and, it's, and they look at Joe Biden, Trump, they're voting for Trump. And another thing, man, this Kamala Harris, why, do the, why does the Democratic Party think that uh, uh, t- take, take black people like we, like we stupid or something? You know, we're not falling for the, the half black, half white, half black, in, uh, uh, whatever. That's supposed to be our Lord and Savior. It's supposed to make our lives so much better. The 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 uh, the Messiah for Black people. We're not falling for that again. Let me ask okay? you a question, Jay. Let me ask you a question, James. Because you're black, you're a Trump supporter, and uh, you call the show a lot. Let me ask you this: Is it because I've often wondered this? Is it not insulting to black voters for the Democrats to assume you would just support Joe Biden because he picked a black running mate? Yeah, 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 yes is insulting. Right, okay, but the Democrat Party don't care. They don't. They yeah. don't care. He he already told you this man set up on TV and said, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black." Right. I mean, come on. They they do not care. They yeah. that's because that's because that's because we as black people have just given our vote to Democrats and not expected and and not and not demanding anything from them from them. Yeah. You know. This, this, but but since Obama. A lot of black people, we waking up. We we got conned by Obama, okay? You was told that Obama, you was told that you thought that because voting for Obama, somehow your life was going to change as a black person. You was lied to, okay? Nothing changed in your life. Things got worse, yeah. okay? Ob- Ob- Obama, they, the, the black black politicians, they use black people. And the Democratic Party to get to get into office. That's what they're doing with this Kamala Harris. They're trying to use black people. Everything is racist now. They're trying to play on black people's emotions and trying to use them so they can get into office and push their leftist uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. They don't care anything about black people. Michelle Obama, she's from the south side of Chicago. Has she been there to talk about the violence? 
Has Barack Obama been to Chicago? Michelle Obama grew up on the south side of Chicago. She hasn't said one word and have not been to visit Chicago now once about no. the violence in Chicago. James, they don't care, Mark. James, you're right about, about black people. He's got look. That, they don't care. That is, they've got a fifteen million dollar mansion in in Massachusetts. They don't need to go back to Chicago. But you're right about that. And the the, the interesting thing is, and there's a woman running uh, for Congress in Baltimore who just posted this amazing ad. Where she's walking, she's literally, she's a black woman, young. She's got this red dress on and she's walking through the slums of Baltimore. And she's literally saying, you know, Democrats say Black Lives Matter, but what about, uh, the, yeah, Kimberly Clasic is her name. And she won Maryland's 7th District Special Primary. And she has one of the most amazing campaign ads floating around. I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on, I saw it everywhere. And the, the, I think what we're seeing here, I think what we're going to see here is a groundswell of movement from the Democratic Party to the Republican Party in the minority groups, not just African-American voters, not just black voters, but Hispanics as well. Because every time, every time uh, a Cuban-American or a Puerto Rican-American or whoever, every time I meet a Latino voter and they come and talk to me, all they tell me about is how Trump is great and they came here for the re they came here to flee the kind of country that the Democrats want to turn this into. Black voters, exactly what James just said. Barack Obama did not. The only black people who benefited from voting for Barack Obama were the Obamas. And now that Donald Trump is here and really is concerned, here's the other thing, too. Donald Trump doesn't care about your skin color or your sex or your race or your religion. He wants America to be great for everybody. He wants the great economy for everybody. He wants the security of the borders for everybody. He wants a strong military for everybody. He wants everyone to have a job, a good paying job. He wants everyone to know that this is the greatest country in the world and nobody's going to take advantage of us. He doesn't say, oh, I want the I'll make America great again for white people, make America great again for Republicans. No, it's for everybody. And what he does proves it. Whereas it's the Democrats who clearly, if you're not totally insulted as a black voter or a female voter that Kamala Harris was chosen just because she is a black female and the Democrats think you're dumb enough to base your entire vote for president just on the color of someone's skin or their sex, you're not insulted by that? 855-765-1045. Give me a call if you're not because I'd love to talk about it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. We the people call the 48th Quadrennial Democratic National Convention to order. If Donald Trump is reelected, all the progress we have made will be in jeopardy. He's unlike all of our best leaders before him who work to unite us, to bridge our differences, and lead us to a united America. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. The division created Trump. We know that what's going on in this country is just not right. We have a president who is not only incapable of addressing these crises, but it's leading us down the path of authoritarianism. If you think 
things cannot possibly get worse. Trust me, they can and they will if we don't make a change in this election. Many of us can't imagine four more years going down this path. We always hear that line about this being the most important election of our lifetimes, but this year, it really is. At its most basic, this election is about preserving our democracy. The president may hate the post office, but he's still going to have to send them a change of address card come January. 855-765-1045. Those were your highlights from the first night of the Democrat National Convention. Uh, virtually from Wisconsin. I don't even know why they say from Wisconsin, because it was virtual. It was from really all over the country. You had everyone appearing here and there and everywhere, and Eva Longoria was hosting, and I don't know that she was in, I don't know where she was. She was in some studio somewhere, which, by the way, you know, props to Eva Longoria. She does a better job as a host than most news people. Uh, that if she wanted to host the debate, I wouldn't be adverse to it. I think she did a, she did a bang-up job. She was probably one of the most, um, one of the most articulate and uh, well-spoken people of the evening. A lot of these Democrat wannabe superstars took the stage yesterday, and one of them was Governor Governor Andrew Cuomo. And Andrew Cuomo said, I mean, he had the lot to me. I don't know if anyone else caught it or if anyone else thought about it the way I thought about it. But the first thing I thought about was he's literally throwing his entire party under the bus because he talked about how, look, the division in our country, it was it's not Donald Trump's fault. Oh, let me hit the button so that you can actually hear that. Donald Trump didn't create the initial division. The division created Trump. Yeah, the division created Trump, which means that there was a problem in this country. This country was was being torn apart. And from that came this guy whose job now is to bring it back together. And he's doing a bang up job, as we just heard from James, who said, look, there's a there's a lot of African-American people who are who are behind Donald Trump. And that's bringing the country together, not the way the Democrats want it to be brought together, because, quite frankly, they don't. But the way that it actually should be brought together. Governor Cuomo also did something else. He compared he compared the situation in the United States of America right now to a virus. And he talked about how it spreads like a virus and this and that and the other. And, and he kind of it was an interesting metaphor, but it really he needed to turn it around because, you know, the the anger and the resentment and the and the, the fire and the fury. What you're seeing now in the United States of America, what you're seeing with the Democrats attacking the post office uh, and Donald Trump and all that kind of all this business. Basically, what's happening is it, there is a virus. The virus is this socialism that's trying to sneak in. And just like your body fights off a virus, certain things happen. You feel uneasy. You feel weak. You feel tense. Maybe your temperature goes up. Things start to heat up. You know, you get hot and you sweat a lot and you don't feel good while you're fighting the virus. But then once the virus is defeated, you know, once those once those white blood cells do what they're supposed to and they beat back the virus, then you feel great and you feel healthy and you're ready to go out there and perform again. And that's exactly what's happening here. This socialism that's been sneaking into our country, it's real. I mean, it's trying to take over. And Donald Trump, as Chris, as uh, as Andrew Cuomo, you know, points out perfectly, it, he didn't. This virus is not here. This division is not here because of Donald Trump. He didn't infect us. We've been infected since the Clintons and the and the Obamas. We've been infected by Nancy Pelosi and and we've been infected by Joe Biden for 40 years and more, more recently, Bernie Sanders and AOC and Kamala Harris. Those are the infections. Those are the people trying to bring socialism from all these other countries where it kills, where it kills any kind of republic or any kind of democracy, just destroys it. And it's a it's a it's a nasty death. It leaves a corpse, an economic corpse behind 
they're trying to infect this country with that. And Donald Trump is the injection of the cure. And now he's the vaccine and he's fighting it off. And yes, your body feels weird. You feel queasy. We feel uneasy. We get, you know, things heat up. We get a temperature. Nobody feels good while you're fighting back the virus. But once you win, you feel great. And you want to go back out there and get hammered again because it's big, you know, because you, when you were, when you were sick, you didn't want to party. Now that you feel better, you do. 855-765-1045. Susan in Seminole County. How you doing, Susan? I'm doing fine, Mark. Oh, good. Oh, good. What do you want to say, Susan? Okay. Yesterday I heard all that news about the post office removing those large blue boxes you yeah, know, yeah. outside the post office. Sure, yeah. Okay. And lots of other places. Well, anyway, I think I know the answer to this, and I think it's a good idea. These boxes are always open, and they would make a good target to set on fire. Many, many... Both sides, I'm reading this because I couldn't get it all. Many, many both sides votes could be inside and be burnt, so they could never be received to be counted. There's just so darn many bad people out there that could love and would love to see these ballots burning. Yeah. Then after the election, these stored boxes could be used again, you know, no trouble at all. So what do you think of that, Mark? Uh, you know, Susan, it's a great idea. I've heard, uh, in fact, there was a photo uh, circulating around the Internet of boxes in California, and they were locked. And some idiot took a picture of it and said, look at these boxes. They're, the, the Republicans are locking them up. They don't want people mailing in their ballots. And somebody else yeah. pointed out that those mailboxes have been locked up since March. Because back in March, <laughs> there was a string yeah. of mail thieves. And they created this... It's like a fishing device. It was a, it was like a long string or whatever. They would dump it into the mailbox and it would stick to the letters and they would pull out mail. They'd be stealing people's mail, their bills. They'd be getting their information. Yeah, they, all those, everything that was in the mail, people, and whatever people were mailing out was being stolen because that opening in the mailbox is not secure. And people were figuring out how to fish out the mail. So they started locking them up at night and it was for the protection of people's mail. And now Democrats are taking these photos and, and they're and they're circulating them around and trying to say, look what the Republicans are doing. They're locking up these mailboxes. Look at what the Republicans are doing. They are they are trying to keep you from voting. Look, don't you want you bring up a great point, Susan. You don't you don't want to leave your vote laying around where somebody could steal it or or burn it, as you pointed out. Or what if they just what if even worse, what if they just threw a bunch of paint into the mailbox or a bunch of ink? What if they went to Republican stronghold neighborhoods and just started dousing these mailboxes with uh, with lighter fluid, throwing in matches? You're right. Now, there's no way that you can prove that your vote was ever counted or that it was destroyed. It's the it's so insecure. Even giving it to your postal carrier or leaving it in your mailbox. I mean, think about that. Your postal carrier. Who's to say that your postal carrier isn't going to get hijacked by some Antifa terrorists or some Acorn people or some Bernie bros? What about those Bernie bros who are going to burn Milwaukee to the ground? Remember that Project Veritas video? There's all kinds of shenanigans that could go on when you have a paper ballot ballot sitting in a postal box somewhere. 855 855- Seven six five one zero four five. Susan, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. All right, quick break. When we get back, mail time. Hannah's birthday, and she has a special announcement. We'll get to. We'll squeeze all of that in here in just a minute. So stay tuned to the Marquee Show on one zero four point five WOKV. He's entertaining, informative, and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's news and talk. This is the Marquee Show on one zero four point five WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. 
Happy birthday, Hannah. Happy birthday. <laughs> Got a new crush since seeing you on TV. Sounds like you, I thought for a minute he was going to break into the whole song, but he just, uh, he got, he got like all baffled. You know, he just couldn't hold his uh, excitement after that. was Happy birthday, Hannah. Thank you. It is Hannah's birthday today. And we're going to, before we get to mail time, she has some cards that people have been sending in. Also, uh, look, I got you a card. I don't know if Josh got you anything. Probably not. That's so kind. I signed the bottom of Mark's card. Oh, oh, did, okay. oh did you do that quickly? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, I already, already here. There's a card. Oh, my and gosh. Now, listen, look, here, a couple of things. Before you get to the birthday cards, it was Hannah's birthday today, and so we were planning on celebrating that. But then over the weekend, tell everyone what you did. I got engaged. She got engaged. <laughs> but then I kind of blew, like, the whole book because I'm like, oh, now it's birthday and engagement and everything else. So then, look, we also – here, will you deliver that to Hannah? Yes. So we uh, got you that as well. That's so kind. And that is for you to celebrate your engagement, your birthday, all the other stuff. Thank you. That's Thank going you. on. All right, real quick, TikTok. We got like three packages over here. You got a bunch of cards. Open them okay, quickly. Okay, uh, this one is from uh, Faith. Thank you, Faith. You are awesome. Um, she wrote quite a bit, so I'm not going to read it all on yeah, air. Yeah, good. Uh, but she got me a gift card. Oh, that so where? So sweet. Uh, it is to. It's a gift card for twenty dollars to any of these places on here. Oh, like a lot. Of, oh, okay, yeah, good. All right. It, so it's not like Victoria's Secret or no, no, no. or Dick Sporting Goods. The or shooters. Like that. Right. No. <laughs> Perfect. Then, Gander Mountain. Happy oh anniversary. Gosh. All right, good. What's the open the next one? Okay, this one's from Leslie. Leslie. Oh, oh my God, we love Leslie. It's a Leslie. It's dog toys. That's the last thing I got from Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie's awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm trying. Ah. You know, I feel like you could have pre-opened these a little bit, knowing that we're could. on a time crunch. Okay. I knew it was oh. your birthday today, Hannah. Leslie got me. Oh, I think it's supposed to. Oh, it's my favorite song. I know, right? Yeah, so she got me this awesome card yeah. and things, and she wrote. Um, and then she got me a $25 Starbucks gift card. Oh, wow. See, that's great. That's I like that. That's specific to an actual place. I love it. All I right, love good. it so much. <laughs> Fantastic. So All right. And then should I open your card later? No, you can open my card now. Okay. I mean, unless you don't want to. No, I do. I just was trying to save you time. Oh, okay, good. Oh, wait. Do you want to know the... Well, open it up, and then I'll tell you why I got you that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's your birthday. <laughs> it would be the, it would be the big answer. Spoiler. Okay. Yeah. It's your birthday. Oh, yeah. It's your birthday. Oh, yeah. And it's a snake. And then the other person says, how are you holding a guitar? And then... It's a snake playing the guitar and singing. And the other snake says, how are you holding the guitar? Oh. It's more of a visual joke than a radio joke. (laughs) I'm rich now, apparently. Yeah. All right. So listen. No, Rich is the news director. (laughs) You're Hannah. He'll be starting coverage at 6 p.m. tonight. 6 p.m. Listen, real quick. During the Carathon auction, there was an item I was trying to bid on for you. What? Yeah, hey, I was trying because I knew you like brunch at Casa Marina. Yeah. And I was trying to bid on it for you, and I almost won, but then I got totally wrapped up at the last minute bidding on my own day of slingshots <laughs> that I totally forgot to bid on your Casa Marina thing, so I lost it. Oh, no. So take that money and go to Casa Marina or, you know, buy makeup or whatever you want. I mean, I can't control what you do with it. That's, That's so mortgage, kind. though. But happy birthday, Hannah. Yay. I really appreciate and it. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much. Congrats on getting engaged. That's something Thanks. that happens like only once or twice or three times in your yeah, life. You have so. plenty of birthdays. I'm hoping yeah. that it's only once. <laughs> Typically, yeah, hopefully you have fewer engagements than birthdays. All right. Absolutely. All right. You Thank already you so know much. what time it is. It's the Mark K Show mail time. Yeah. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. All right, we're going to blow through this one super quick because Hannah took a long time with her birthday. Uh, real quick, we got a package from Osborne in Canton, Missouri. Osborne, we're going to slice this open. Any guesses? Josh thinks it's a dead ferret. No, that's a live ferret. Oh, this is the live yeah, ferret? Yeah, yeah, Oh, look, we got a letter. Oh, God. Uh, so hey, Mark, love the show and the lighthearted banter you have with the other Josh and sweet Hannah. 
I hope you enjoy this T-shirt. I bought it from a small Midwest print shop. Oh, look at this. Let's see what this T-shirt says. This is a small Midwest print shop T-shirt. It says, America, and it is a cartoon eagle with Donald Trump hair. All right. That is sweet, man. We're going to fight over that one for sure. And probably, probably all win. This next one is from myself, apparently. Hmm. It's really interesting. I don't know. From oh, is this, just, this may just be something I ordered on Amazon. <laughs> like some shampoo. <laughs> really good. Oh, no, look at this. This is a gift for you. Uh, enjoy your gift for the Trump train from Shelly Castle in Menden, Michigan. Look, she got us oh, some wow. stuff for the Trump a train. Conductor? She, what did she get? It's a Donald Trump media monitor something or other. We'll put next. Oh, look at that. It's like a Donald Trump. We can sit him on the actual Trump train. Yeah. Put that over. Oh, and look at this. We also have a little donkey, mm. which we can put on the tracks. <laughs> That's great. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Wait, there's one one more. Here, do we have time to squeeze out one more? We got time. More? We got time. All right, here we go. Last one is from... I mean, now we don't have time. No, Joshua we don't have time to Martin. Read. Joshua Martin. Hang on. Let me. Just, I think it's a book. Oh, no, it's more clothes. Oh, wow. The Pelosi Plague. Oh, look, we got T-shirts with hypodermic needles and... And trash and drugs on them that says, this is great. One for each of us. Thank you so much. You guys are all so sweet. Listen, we got to go tomorrow. Whatever you want Wednesday. If you want to talk about anything at all, leave us an open mic message right now, and we'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, Thanks, everybody who called in. Thanks, everyone who listened. Congratulations, and happy birthday, Hannah. Stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh all coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.